Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to r slash nuclear revenge. In this episode, you're going to hear two of the most insane revenge stories that you've probably ever heard. He scoffed at me, so I got him fired and sent back to his country. So, let me preface this by saying I do feel somewhat bad about the events that transpired. But it would be eating my conscience to say I didn't do it on purpose, because I did. I started my first full-time job when I was 20 fresh off college and ready to take on the world. I resided in a Middle Eastern country where people got brought in frequently by employers and one mistake could cost them everything. I was outside this because I was a resident of the place despite not being from there. Anyways, when I first started, I got along very well with my coworker despite the fact that he came off as a lot of bad things for me. We tried hanging out, but the more I got to know him, the more disgusted I became. He was sexist, a purist of his religion where he believes execution of certain people should be allowed, and he was extremely homophobic. But nonetheless, I tried making friends with him because I was open to anything. In our office, we have a portable Wi-Fi that he took with him every day, free internet. And I never commented on this because I have my own. I can afford it, and so can he. More on this later. The closer I got to him, the more he opened up, but in the worst ways. He would send me lewd images while we're in the office of women, talk about drug use, and sometimes disappear from work for hours on end while I stay at the office. Like I said, I was 20. I was still young and naive, and I tried my best to seem calm and friendly. I wanted to make an impression. This man, however, was the opposite. He was several years older than me and acted like he was above me through every step, but I ignored it because I wanted to be civil. Sometimes I would help him with his work until eventually his work became mine. He'd just expect me to do it without even lending a hand. I didn't even say anything. I just did it. His absence from the office became more frequent. Sometimes he'd only be at work for a measly two hours out of nine, popping in and out, and the office manager is too much of a chicken to say anything to the general manager. Then there's the lateness, where I would come in on time every day and he would come in an hour late. Still, I kept my mouth shut. It escalated to him adjusting attendance records so it seemed like he wasn't absent, even though his absences were frequent. Unfortunately, he was put in charge of that too. I remained quiet throughout all of this, remained civil, until finally I spoke to the general manager about pursuing a different line of work. I was always into graphic design and they needed to get some work done so i offered to do it but during this time i couldn't afford many things anymore because i had to help pay for bills for my parents so i usually just walked to work back and forth every day and limited my eating to once a day meaning the wi-fi was no longer something i could afford so as an agreement i could take the office wi-fi with me and work on designs from home However, my co-worker didn't agree to this and pretty much attacked me with a barrage of insults. He scoffed at the fact that I needed the Wi-Fi to do design work and said that I was a joke. I've suppressed the majority of what the conversation held, 
But of what I remember, it went something like this. I just need it tonight. You can have the Wi-Fi tomorrow. Why? It's not yours. Yeah, but I need to do some design work. Yeah, well, me too. I need to do that too. So leave it here. I couldn't remember much of what else he said, but there was a scoff after he said that. And he made fun of my designs, saying that they sucked and that I should just stop while I was ahead. My blood boiled and I reached a point of no return. I immediately phoned the office manager and talked about the situation and how if I don't get the Wi-Fi, I'll complain to the general manager, who did in fact give me his blessing, unlike this turd. He immediately called my co-worker and told him to give me the Wi-Fi, which he did. And that was that. Except I'm a petty person and I'm not about to let some butthole get off with a slap on the wrist. The next day, I went to the head office and had a meeting with the general manager. I spoke to him about all the misconducts this guy had, how he's always late, never in the office, changes his absences, steals money sometimes, etc. I spilled my heart out on all his wrongdoings, showing the messages and photos that he sent me during shift that I never asked for and showed how I was doing all of his work. It escalated to a point where he got brought into the main office for a meeting, where I proceeded to berate him in front of the manager and he could only try and defend himself. But I was prepared. It turns out the office manager never even spoke to the general manager about his misconduct. Afterwards, he was brought back to the office, having been yelled at by both me and the general manager. And I could say that that's where it ends. Except it's not. After he left, the general manager realized that if I had been doing all the work, then why didn't I say anything? I responded that I was simply there to work and to help. However, with what just happened and the fact that this guy was getting paid more than me, I've decided that if he's here, then I won't be staying in the company. I gave my manager a choice. It's me or this guy. Now, the answer was obvious because by the next day, he was handed a termination letter and another letter that states he's been booked a ticket and has to head back to his home country within a month and that he's barred from entering the country for several years due to his public misconduct that was reported by a certain someone to the local authorities. Oh my God, you went there. That's insane. And now I could say that that's the end, but okay, this is the last one, I swear. See, he had a girlfriend back home, a fiance more like, whom he had been cheating on. Funny enough, he added me on Facebook when we first met and she proceeded to add me too because apparently he talks to me about her. Well, our messages weren't just inappropriate. It showed details of him cheating on her, with me questioning him if that's a good idea. Every screenshot sent. All the photos of the woman that he's been with sent. Yes, she was livid, and I kept apologizing for keeping her in the dark, but I thought that she deserved to know at least. Now, I haven't spoken to her since, but... Judging from the fact that her Facebook status no longer states she's engaged to him, it's enough of a confirmation. I did send him one last thing before blocking him on every social media we've been connected in. You deserve this, you idiots. It's been several months since then, and I'm thriving at work. I got a raise, I've got better co-workers, and I'm getting a promotion. As for him, well, he's out there somewhere in the world. Who knows and who cares, right? We're no longer in the same country, so whatever else happens to him no longer phases me. Though he did once send me a photo of his fake Italian ID because he was planning on illegally migrating there next year. I'm on the fence if I should send it to the authorities in Italy or not, just as a precaution. I might even consider migrating there at some point myself. Immediate reaction, send that ID off. 
send it off immediately you've come this far you might as well go one step further and you know try and get it reported for one more thing why not what's to lose you've done so much already one more step and he's done I have to say though, OP, on the whole, amazing revenge story. It is actually quite incredible how one person can just absolutely destroy another person's life. Completely justified though. Amazing stuff. I want to see more. And now moving on to our second story of nuclear revenge in today's episode. A family's incompetence nearly killed me. Neighbors go nuclear. A few years ago, at the age of 22, I was diagnosed with epilepsy, which came out of the blue. In my appointments with the epilepsy nurse and my neurologist, I was informed by way of informing those who were looking for a cause for my epilepsy that I'd suffered from measles when I was around 13 months old and was not yet fully vaccinated against it. Upon returning home, I spoke with my sister and remarked that I'd never heard of this before. In private, my sister decided that, as it was me who was involved, I had the right to know what she knew of the story. However, she was only eight years old at the time and was unsure of the true extent of what had transpired. The story that she told me was as follows. Shortly after I was born, a family moved onto our streets and they had a son who was around my sister's age. My sister wasn't fond of him. He was a bit pushy, but not in an unkind way. He likely just wanted to make friends and pushed his way into playing with the other children. My sister, however, has an anxiety disorder and has had it for a long time. And she didn't really appreciate his behavior, finding him quite intimidating. She knew very little about his parents and has never actually spoken to them. About a year later, I came down with the measles and was rushed to the hospital with severe complications. My sister explained that, as far as she was aware, the family was opposed to vaccinations and believed that the only way to build a natural immunity was to be infected with a virus. This was before the falsified study linking vaccines to autism. As such, when their unvaccinated son contracted the measles, the first thing that they thought of was to do the other families on the street a favor and send their infectious son out to play with the other children without warning anybody. So my sister had inadvertently brought the virus into the house and infected us both. Now she shrugged it off, but I wasn't so lucky. 21 years later, I would find out that this virus and the seizures that it caused at the time caused scarring in my brain that has left me with epilepsy and all of the joys that come with that. Lovely stuff. I returned from the hospital after an anticlimactic recovery and a month later, that family disappeared. Until recently, that was all that I knew of the situation. My parents were understandably traumatized by the whole thing and they didn't like to talk about it. So I dropped it into conversation with an elderly neighbor who was not in any way affiliated with what happened at the time. I was informed that while I was in the hospital, my grandmother, who has since passed away, had confronted the family over what they had done during a time when it was still possible that I might have died. Their response had made my grandmother livid and she'd gone around telling everyone what they'd said, which was essentially something to the effect of, you should be thanking us. She'll be much safer now that she's had it. She'll have a more natural immunity now. To my neighbor's knowledge, nobody liked that and for good reason. On top of that, parents didn't feel safe with them around and there were other infants on the streets who were my age or younger. People hurtled abuse at them, he recalled, and they ended up leaving to stay with relatives before the house could even be sold. It was only recently that the extent of the abuse was relayed to me by another neighbor who may or may not have taken part in it all. Their tires were slashed multiple times, almost as soon as they were replaced. Their car was keyed. 
When people weren't hurtling abuse at them in the streets, the worst of all being my grandmother, who had a razor sharp wit, always being able to come up with something new and unique, they wrote handwritten letters calling them every obscene name under the sun and reminding them that they could be responsible for my death posting them through their mailbox and sticking them to their windows and doors the resident baseball boy with the blessing of everybody present tore their letterbox off their wall and smashed it in with a baseball bat one of the residents on the street had a pair of cats and when they brought any little presents home she would scoop up the unfortunate prey with a shovel and leave them on their doorstep This evolved to include the waste of the cats too and another neighbor who had a dog decided to do the same with his dog's droppings this would be done primarily when they were out of the house and this was being done in the heat of summer so you can only imagine the smell and the cloud of flies that would be wafting around their porch when they returned hours later the owner of the dog even went as far as to smear the droppings all over their door handle and as much of their front window as he could though people found this just a little bit disgusting so he stopped while the abuse and letters kept up people very quickly stopped leaving droppings and such on their porch or sticking letters to their windows because unfortunately their young lad who was about seven or eight got caught in the crossfire some of the older children caught on to the fact that their parents didn't like his family and began to bully him without really ever knowing why his family was hated so much and this ended up reaching him at school to their credits they realized that he likely didn't understand what was going on and it wasn't his fault so they dialed it back a bit and kept the abuse to where only the parents could see the family was so distressed that they took their son and ran to the sibling of one of the parents after the sibling of the other told them quite frankly that they didn't want their unvaccinated son around their children the house was sold in their absence i wondered aloud why the police weren't called because some of the perpetrators were very obvious at which point i was informed that this family had an inherent distrust of any and all authority figures and held the belief that the system was against them they were being oppressed and that the police would sweep it all under the rug so they just left instead of exposing our son to the biased police which is really baffling to me because in my country their community is a majority and they'd be more likely to receive support so anyway the moral of the story is to vaccinate your children folks hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, uh, yeah, that does sound pretty logical to me. But to be fair, you know, some people don't like getting the vaccines and, you know, they're not forced to. I'm not going to try and force someone to get them. Yes, it makes sense to get it. We all know that. But hey, people can do what they want. But what you can't do is send your son who has a bad illness outside to play with other kids. I mean, that is just you just can't do that. And what you're definitely not doing is doing the other kids and families a favor. What making them terribly sick to the extent they nearly die and now have you know epilepsy and have brain scarring thanks where can i send my my thank you letter in the post what i mean look it's pretty clear guys that this family just have something very wrong with them 
you're literally getting targeted abuse from your neighborhood and you're not going to the police. I mean, that just shows, right, that they're stupid. So, you know, everything I've done there doesn't really surprise me, to be honest. Fair play to them. Keep living your life doing stupid stuff like that. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. Really hope you have enjoyed these two r slash nuclear revenge stories. A couple of bangers in there. If you did and you want to see more revenge stories right away, check out these two videos on screen. This one's very good. This one is also good, but slightly worse. So, you know, make of that what you will and choose which one you want to watch right now because I'm not going anywhere until you click one. I'm serious. Click one now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.